You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Looks like Republicans in the U.S. Senate have once again failed to come up with a plan to repeal, replace, or otherwise dismantle the Affordable Care Act. Senators Rand Paul of Kentucky, John McCain of Arizona, and Susan Collins of Maine all came out against the latest plan, and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says it's not even worth bringing it to the floor. They will not take a vote on the bill this week. It would have meant millions of, of Americans would have lost their insurance. Uh, it also would have weakened protections for people with pre-existing conditions and would have meant big cuts in funding for some states, including Michigan, that expanded Medicaid under the ACA. But Republicans still say they're intent on passing some sort of legislation to overhaul the federal health care law. Is it time for a real bipartisan effort to fix the flaws in our health care system? And what's that going to mean for insurers in places like Michigan? Uh, joining me now to talk about the national debate over health care is Andy Hetzel. He is the vice president of communications for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. Andy, welcome to Detroit Today. Good morning, Stephen. It's good to be in your studio today. Yeah. Uh, let, let's start with this bill that uh, that the Republicans were trying to pass. It was a little different than the one we saw earlier this year. Was it better or worse from the perspective of insurers like Blue Cross? I, I think that it's helpful at this point, and our CEO, Dan Lepp, wrote an op-ed for your page at Freep.com that's on the opinion section now mm-hmm. that your listeners should take a look at. The Republicans have tried uh, to change the ACA several times right now. It seems like this latest attempt uh, has failed, and what our CEO, Dan Lepp, is calling for now is for legislators from both parties to start to work better together. This is the same thing that John McCain raised as a concern when he came out against this latest Republican version of Mm -hmm. the legislation. No committee hearings, no markup, no opportunity to do what the Senate, in his view, uh, is structured to do, which is to give due consideration to significant policy change. And right now, we're looking at an October 1st date where the reconciliation process expires. And so rather than pass a bill with 50 votes, which they can do through reconciliation uh, until October 1st, now they need the 60 votes. Yes. And that in the Senate requires a bipartisan approach. Because of the split, you have to have some Democrats. It requires it. And so taking a look back, when the ACA was passed, the Democratic majority in Congress and President Obama passed a law with virtually no Republican support. It had marginal Republican support in state capitals. And now the Republicans have tried to repeal that law with no Democrat support. And here we are. And everybody involved in health insurance acknowledges that there are flaws in the Affordable Care Act that are impacting people out there listening right now who are ready to go and buy their individual coverage starting November 1st. So what can we do working together, insurance industry, healthcare industry, Democrats, Republicans in Congress to fix the flaws. Yeah. You know, I've said the same thing uh, many times on this program. I've heard lots of other people say the same thing lots of times. We, we thought we were seeing the possibility of that happen after the first Republican effort failed. You had Democrats and Republicans saying, okay, we are talking to each other. We are going to come up with something. It, it, it fizzled. I mean, 
is it is it something that's just impossible to do in the political climate we have? The political climate is a challenge. It's an obstacle. Uh, both sides are entrenched. It's a little like World War One warfare. Everybody's in the trench, and they just keep lobbing things at each other. Where we need to do better from a policy perspective is we need to find ways to meet in the middle on issues. And there are issues that are relevant to the affordability and quality of health insurance for people in the market that were raised. Yeah. Talk about some of the things that you think Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, we just have to do to fix the things that are that are clearly wrong with, with the ACA. Absolutely. So this summer, um, there were Democrats and Republicans talking about funding that could be provided to the states to establish um, initiatives at the state level like reinsurance. Okay, so a state pool that might uh, take care of the costs for people who are very expensive. When you're talking about the individual pool, you're only talking about a few hundred thousand people. Mm-hmm. So a million dollar claim in that pool or something in excess of a million dollars, which is very realistic blows up the affordability of coverage for everybody in that pool. So reinsurance that kicks in at a certain point can help. Democrats and Republicans support that. Taking a look at some of the ACA taxes that are in effect right now and maybe winding them down. Democrats and Republicans have both advocated for that. Funding for the probably the most significant issue um, right now is the cost share reduction payments. So in the state of Michigan, we have 177,000 people in the individual market that benefit from $125 million provided by Washington to help them reduce the level of cost sharing in their silver level plans in the ACA market. It helps people afford the services that they get so they can make those co-pays, make their deductibles more affordably. That funding is at risk because it's being provided month to month. A long-term solution is helpful there. Also... Things like insurance reform, so maybe expanding the age bands. Right now, you can charge an older person only three times more than a younger person. That has kept younger people out of the market, and it's kept the pool from becoming healthier. Now, why does that keep younger people out of the market? Because the the rates that younger people pay are more expensive because those rates have to be closer. Have, they're they're calibrated to the, the older ones. Right, and, and typically in, in health insurance, you see older people needing more services, and so their rates are typically higher. Expanding that, as I believe Hillary Clinton proposed during her campaign to a 5-to-1 rather than 3-to-1, is an incentive to get more young people who are staying out of the market now insured. Yeah, yeah. And this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. Uh, I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Andy Hetzel. He's the Vice President of Communications at Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. We're talking about what's next after the Republicans have failed for a second time to repeal, replace, or otherwise dismantle the Affordable Care Act. Is it time for a bipartisan solution? Is there a possibility that we could get a bipartisan solution out of the really rancorous political climate in uh, Washington? Uh, What do you think needs to be done to fix uh, uh, Health care. Give us a sense of what your experience has been under the Affordable Care Act. Are things better for you because of uh, the law, or have you seen things get worse? 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put your comments there, uh, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we will try to work you 
into the conversation. Uh, Andy, I'm curious from uh, an insurer's standpoint, uh, what you what you fear about nothing happening, which I think is probably the most likely <laughs> the most likely outcome in Washington, given the the intractable political differences. Uh, if we don't do anything, uh, the president says the whole thing is going to collapse and that we're going to fall off a cliff and people won't be able to get insurance. Do you think that's uh, that's an accurate description of what we're facing? Well, let's start with what insurance companies like Blue Cross want to do. We want to sell insurance. We want to offer coverage to people everywhere in Michigan. We want the marketplace in which we do business to be predictable. Right. That way our actuaries can price that insurance properly not knowing things like whether the federal government is going to continue to provide Michigan with cost-share reduction funding Mm -hmm. impacts rates in Michigan significantly. This year, the Michigan regulator that essentially sets the rates in the individual market for all carriers under the ACA asked us to provide two sets of rates, one lower set, assuming that we would continue to get the cost-share reduction funding, and a higher set of rates. That is a really good descriptor for how unpredictable and unsettled the market is. Providing some stability so we can price plans affordably and responsibly over the long term, that helps everybody. It helps keep insurance companies in the market rather than leaving. It helps consumers have choice. It helps people know what they're going to be paying. And it's something that can be achieved through bipartisan work. And so would it be fair to say uh, the smart thing for them is either to do nothing and say they're going to do nothing, stop threatening to do things, which would be one form of stability. We'd have the system we have, or to actually get something done so that we can stop arguing about it. We think the opportunity is there, and Mr. Lepp's op-ed in, in, on Freep.com um, alludes to this, for responsible lawmakers from both parties, like Senator Susan Collins from Maine, um, like our Senators Stabenow and Peters from Michigan, to come together and take a look at the insurance market and say, what can we do now to help people? What can we do to help maintain affordability of coverage for the people that we want to be covered in Michigan? There are some things, and I've listed them, that are possible. These things have been supported by Democrats and Republicans. There, there needs to be some kind of movement in Congress to bring those two parties together. Yeah. Uh, let's quickly go to Mike in Ferndale. Mike, welcome to Detroit Today. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Hey, good. Uh, you know, my comment is basically that, uh, but you know, nothing's getting done, uh, which is frustrating. Um, you know, it feels like uh, insurance companies are, are greedy. Um, you know, the cost for things, and, and we can talk about tort reform or whatever it is, but the cost for things are crazy. And, and so here I am, you know, a working family of three, um, paying $900 a month, and we still have a $5,000 deductible. Wow. Um, you know, and it's just, it's crazy. It's completely and, and crazy. Mike, I, I hope you don't mind me prying here, but yeah. that, are you paying that through an employer-provided plan or are you on the on the marketplace or yeah i'm on the marketplace you i'm are. self-employed um you know we went to the hospital this winter for a stomach bug my daughter had a stomach bug we're there for four days uh just ivs and and uh, stay at the hospital you know it cost me out of pocket sixty seven hundred dollars oh it was a ten thousand dollar stay wow. um you know it, it just it just seems like greed but the yeah. thing that's frustrating you know after listening to eight years of wow we've got a plan on the shelf and there never was one. 
you know, here I am working, uh, doing the right thing and, uh, paying these premiums and, and, and nothing's happening and I'd be better off uh, not working and, and getting some kind of subsidy. And, wow. uh, that's what's frustrating. And wow. I do support the plan, but, uh, yeah, it's just terribly frustrating. Yeah. Mike, thank you very much, uh, for that call. Uh, Andy, of course, he called uh, you guys greedy, but, <laughs> which well, I, I mean, I'll Mike's give you a chance to answer. But 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 more to the point is cost containment, right? People think the costs are driven by insurers. Some people think it's driven by hospitals. The truth is that they just end up they just end up having to pay it no matter what. Mike's concerns are the real deal. I mean, Mike is paying the bills, and so Mike's uh, concerns are valid and they're real. And so the solution. Is And first of all, if Mike is still listening, I would um, respectfully ask him to call Blue Cross or go on the marketplace and make sure that he's not eligible for a subsidy. For something uh, better. Right? Subsidies are available to people with families of his size um, of significant income. Yeah. Um, but we do have to address the cost issue. One way to do that is to get more young people insured. Right. People another way cost to do that, less, right? Another way to do that is to put some kind of requirement that people have to keep their coverage. 25% of the people that Blue Cross signs up drop their coverage. Right. That doesn't help people like Mike in the market. Yeah. Okay. Andy Hetzel, Vice President of Communications at Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. Thanks for being here on Detroit Today. Thank you. It's going to do it for me today. I will be back tomorrow. I hope you will, too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, a community service of Wayne State University. I'll see you tomorrow.